Do you know the quickest path to Kindle publishing success? Would you like to know more about an innovative fusion of the traditional publishing model with the ease, speed, and adaptability of self-publishing? Today, I'm talking to the man behind the brand that could very well deliver your best year ever in self-publishing. Do you want to be one of the next self-publishing success stories? Then you want to hear today's interview. Stick around. Welcome to Self-Publishing with Dale, and if you're new to this channel and you want to learn how to publish and profit the right way, then subscribe and hit the bell icon next to it to get notifications on all my latest videos. Today's video is going to be a barn burner of an episode and only the first of two-part series. However, the second part comes with a bit of a catch, and I'll give you further details toward the end of this video. As part of my self-publishing success story series, I'm interviewing Rob Archangel. He's one of the founders and masterminds behind Archangel Inc., a full-service self-publishing company devoted to optimizing and enhancing the self-publishing experience for independent authors. Archangelinc.com is a one-stop shop for all your self-publishing needs, everything from editing and proofreading to high-quality graphic design for your covers to marketing and promotion. Rather than go any further, let's jump right into the first part of this two-part interview. All right, welcome to the show. Rob Archangel over here. I'm super excited, pumped up. Back. We are live without a net. Of course, I'm going to go ahead and edit this later on. So, Rob, <laughs> publishing with Dale R. Roberts. How you doing, man? I am fantastic. Thank you, Dale. It's really nice to be here. Great to connect with you. Dude, I tell you what, if it wasn't one problem, it was the next, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, te technical issues, man. You just got to be persistent sometimes, but uh, I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad we got it. Yeah, awesome. Well, you know, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and jump into everything. And I've already kind of introduced our audience to who you are and what you're all about. But I'd like to know a little bit about you personally. So can you give me a little bit of background about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in New York City in the heart of Metropolis, and I lived there for most of my life. But um, I had a, a calling to do something else, to be in other places. And so I spent a little bit of time after graduating uh, working on a permaculture homestead. So I'm, I was always really interested in sort of environmental issues and ecological issues and uh, ended up doing that. Worked in uh, on a vegetable CSA in Virginia for a while. And I never really thought that I would get into uh, self-publishing or, you know, this kind of arena. But, um, but I had the good fortune of, when I worked at the permaculture homestead, my host was the owner of the uh, the longest running permaculture journal in North America. And so, you know, he was a publisher and I've always been interested in writing and in communication and in, um, I guess, just using uh, words and, and deliberate, you know, truthful speaking to connect with people. And, um, and then a couple of years later, I had a chance to hook up with um, my company co-founder and he was looking to grow his business. He was writing about health and nutrition and, and that kind of thing. And eventually it turned into Archangel Inc. We wanted to get his stuff out there, but realized that we could get, uh, we could help other authors who were looking to share their message who didn't necessarily want to go through the same learning curve that we did to, to help and, um, you know, reach other, reach other folks. So that was Archangel Inc. And we've been doing it now for three and a half, four years, five years. I don't know, some, some, some length of time. It's been, it's been a good ride. Wow. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a bit. It sounds about the time that I, I jumped into the uh, deep end of the pool was about yeah. the time that you guys were launching that. So all in all, how long have you were you in that prior to starting up Archangel Link? How long was that? 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to say it's uh, about about four and a half years ago, I reached out to him. I was, I was doing all sorts of different things. I traveled around the world. I spent a couple of months in Southeast Asia. I lived in the Adirondacks in upstate New York in the least populated county east of the Mississippi. Um, it's you know beautiful, beautiful place. And, uh, and then eventually decided that, um, you know, I wanted to be kind of back around people a little bit more. And um, at the time, Matt, my co-founder, was looking to do some traveling himself. And he said, hey, let's um, uh, let you take over, help grow the business, help get us out in touch with more people. And, um, and then we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, you'll get a cut of whatever we earn. If you can help the business grow, I thought, okay, that's cool. And so I thought, well, let's, let's think about getting onto Amazon. Let's think about getting into paperbacks and audiobook format. He had done some YouTube videos. He had a bit of a uh, the background and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, but mainly was selling direct on his website. And I said, well, I think one of the impediments for people is if you're selling only on your website, it's a little bit more of a barrier of entry. You know, it's harder for people to, you know, trust that the credit card portal is going to work, that, you know, you're actually worth spending, you know, whatever, 10, 20, 40 bucks on, on your products. Um, if we get you on Amazon, people trust Amazon, you know, you can click once and you're on there. Um, they handle all the sort of technical backend stuff. And so we, um, we started doing that. And yeah, I would say initially just for him, but now as an official, uh, for, for about a year, maybe a year and a half. And then as an official, you know, Hey, we're open for business for three and a half years now. Wow. That's tremendous. What, what you know, now I'm going to start to kind of rabbit trail just a little sure, bit. Yeah. And I'm going to touch on a few things. Very first thing is, what is permaculture? I am completely dumbed down when it comes to this. So uh, explain yeah. to me what that is. Yeah, sure. So permaculture is, it's short for permanent agriculture or permanent culture. And uh, there are all sorts of different definitions of it. But one way to think about it is it's a toolbox of which all these different um, natural skills are a part of that toolbox. So that might be organic gardening or mushroom growing or natural building or uh, beekeeping or creating your own uh, aquaculture, you know, little small, uh, small lakes or ponds to help grow, you know, food, vegetables, fish, whatever. Um, and so permaculture is the way that you kind of put it all together in a way that makes sense for your specific landscape. So it's, it's highly specialized and uh, it's highly specific. So one thing that works for me down in Southern California, Southwest uh, Florida is not going to work the same as somebody in Arizona is not going to work the same as for somebody in Ohio and in New York. And then even, you know, more specifically, you might have neighboring properties, but one of them is really hilly and rocky and, you know, has lots of elevation change and the other is, you know, basically flat as a pancake. So culture is interest, interested in creating long-term and sustainable human settlements that are robust and provide for people's food, fiber, and fuel needs. And, you know, I mean, there are all sorts of other um, things that you can potentially do. But, but yeah, providing for, for us in a way that is perpetual and longstanding, in a way that replenishes rather than diminishes the, uh, the fertility of the land that you're on and, you know, becomes increasingly less labor intensive as time goes on in, in a way that mimics ecosystems, you know, that, that are sort of just robust and vital and that you don't necessarily have to, you know, reap uh, or, excuse me, weed all, uh, you know, all the bad plants every, you know, uh, every season, but um, you can sort of enjoy the fruits of your labor. Nice. You, you, boy, you sound very uh, articulate about this particular subject. Is this something that you've ever delved into in the self-publishing industry at all? Have you produced no. anything for that? 
No, I haven't. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, you know, some sort of intro to permaculture might be worthwhile. It's, it's something that I haven't really thought much about, but that's not a bad idea. I might look into ah, it. Ah, look at that. We need to talk more, man. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. I'm always throwing these ideas at <laughs> yeah, you, man. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, that's the problem is, you know, you and I get together, and it was funny, even I was just talking before we even connected here. I tend to email back, and I think some of the viewers actually know this when They actually email me. They're like, oh, they're surprised when I send <laughs> such a long-winded email. I'm a fast right. typer, first of all. So, yeah. you know, I can type really, really fast. So uh, I don't proof very fast. I need to get like a proofreader in-house. My <laughs> wife's not game for that. I probably ought to do that. But, you know, I tend to fire hose you with ideas. And, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, and uh, one of your one of your ideas on, um, you know, the value of outsourcing and that kind of thing, I actually did a, a recent video on, so that was a great um, yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciate that. One of the things I, I just have a little bit of a side side note myself is that was how I connected with Matt. I just reached out to him mm -hmm. years ago and I was just following his site and I said, hey man, I, I really like what you're doing. I think, um, you know, your material is interesting. You've read a lot of the books that I've read, a lot of the books that I want to read, as well as a bunch of things that I haven't. And you have an interesting insight and interesting perspective. And this guy just, you know, wants to connect and say, I appreciate it. And, you know, I'm going to be checking you out. Um, following whatever and and um, and he responded back and we had that same sort of um, easy rapport and so for folks out there who are interested in building their um, you know building their business to some extent but even just uh, increasing their their wisdom you know increasing their knowledge base reach out to people who are doing things that you respect and appreciate and and go to them open-heartedly and just say hey this is what i really you know i like what you're doing i appreciate it if you have something of value that you can offer to um, offer to them either a skill or you know anything like that you can you can do that but you don't always have to come with gifts sometimes it's nice just to say hey i i appreciated what you're doing um and and you know thank you and sometimes it, it develops um or develops into uh, more meaningful relationships, more ongoing relationships, you never know. So it's worthwhile, even if nine out of 10 times you reach out to somebody who maybe you think is, uh, you know, above, above your pay grade or something, or you go, oh, I'm just a lowly, you know, writer, part-time writer or whatever you do. Um, you can reach out and you might be surprised. People will, will connect and respond in some cases and, um, and you never know where it's going to go. So I would encourage folks out there, if you're watching, feel free to reach out. If, if there's somebody you respect, Take a, take a chance and just let them know and, you know, who knows what might come. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I, I'm tickled to death, of course, that we had made a connection, you and I, because actually I had discovered Archangel Inc. Uh, some time ago and actually it was through Matt Stone's um, alter ego, <laughs> Buck Flogging, which, by the way, Buck Flogging, and I'm probably going to have to put the car horn, horn over top of this, Buck Flogging is the shit, okay? <laughs> Yeah, one of uh, one of the the background um, the back cover bios that we have, and you might have to car horn this too, is um, uh, Buck Flogging is the f man. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yes, and his picture, the picture is tremendous, man. Yeah. He looks like seriously, like he's just. He's chill, man. He's got his pimp hands strong, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, the beautiful I love, ladies behind him, you know, rocking, yeah. you know, rocking the tugs or whatever it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. A question to you, and uh, I know this is kind of, you know, it's going over probably, it's probably something I need to ask Matt himself, but uh, which of the two brands that he's created through his health and wellness uh, brand and the Buck Flogging brand, which of the two is more successful? Because they both seem like they're on equal playing fields. Yeah. 
that's a good question. I think these days it's it's probably Buck, uh, just okay. because that's where he's putting more of his energy. I know that um, you know the health and fitness stuff. It was a it was a huge quest for him, and he was really really interested and and just dove in, you know, sort of neck deep for years and years, and came to a point where he's like, okay, I'm I'm reasonably satisfied with with the insight that I've gained, and um, you know, he still does a little bit of it. He still maintains the site, but um, you know, I think Buck and and sort of the flogging enterprise is focused on online entrepreneurship. I know that they're releasing a new book. I don't want to speak out of turn or say much more but i know that there's one coming out sometime soon and um so so there's more more stuff going on and you know it's just it's fun it's a good it's a good way to um crack jokes and be a little bit um off the wall and um, in a way that's hopefully still informative and useful for folks yeah absolutely i i love the irreverence and th those the uh those of you watching my channel i really highly recommend you actually check out buck flogging because of his irreverent humor if you appreciate some of my older videos uh some of the more crass jokes you're going to enjoy <laughs> buck flogging and the thing is is he entertains at the same time informs uh i know that his quitting six uh books um there's like a series of three um, that are, I think they're still perma-free, aren't they? They're I think free they are, on Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, check those out. But uh, I don't want to go down too far down to the buck flogging thing because I want to talk a little bit more about Rob here. So uh, we already kind of got into what got you into self-publishing. So what I've seen is Archangel Inc. is essentially like a one-stop shop when it comes to, say, graphic design, editing, proofreading, a total package um, a la carte service um, so man, how were you able to put together such a full service team of professionals? Because dude, I'm telling you this right now, I've been doing this business for a few years, hiring a BA in itself is <laughs> maddening. And yeah. like, I literally have no patience to sit down and micromanage people. Mm -hmm. So you've got a solid team of people that put out quality work all the time. Give me your background. Tell me what exactly, yeah. what is the, the magic pill for crying out loud, the silver bullet? <laughs> um, that's a great, that's a great question. I would say the magic bullet is starting slow, is really building, building your team kind of piece by piece, one at a time. That's something at the very start of Archangel Inc., it was me and Matt doing all of the work. He, um, he did a, a lot of the proofing and, you know, manuscript work. I did a lot of the back end and technical work. Um, he would narrate the audio. I would uh, do the production for the audio. And, you know, there were, there's a, a relatively effective division of labor. But one of the things we realized is that we wanted to scale. We had more interest and more, um, more folks who, who could benefit from what we were doing than here I could do on our own. And so uh, just put the word out and, you, you just try, you try with folks and you find folks who work and then you build, build from there. I was really, really fortunate to have uh, Christy, my coordinator, come on just, I would say, within the first several months or so of, uh, of us taking on a lot of uh, clients in earnest. And, and she's been fantastic. Initially, she was just doing formatting and, uh, and then she's got into uh, client management and basically you know, if someone comes and works with Archangel Inc., she's the person that they deal with. They don't get tossed around between, you know, editor one and proofreader one and designer one and, you know, designer two. And, you know, you go, sometimes that happens. And, you know, there are advantages and disadvantages to that. But for us, the goal is to make it as easy as possible to have a, a consistent client experience, to have somebody who's familiar with them, who has a relationship with them, 
who knows what they, what they need, where the status of all the various aspects of their project are at any given moment. And so, uh, yeah, so that's really helpful. But, but I would say, you know, it's it start, start slow and then, yeah, there is going to be that little bit of, of capital investment of your time as you're bringing people up to speed and as you are getting them oriented to um, the, the expectations that you have. And you know, we do our best to be sensitive and, and understanding, compassionate. If somebody is sincere and maybe they had a, a sincere oversight, something happened, they didn't know what they didn't know, then you know, we're not gonna toss them under the bus but um, you know, at a certain point, if it seems like it's not a good fit, you have to be willing as well to say, listen, it's just not working out. It doesn't seem like a good fit. We wish you well. And, and that's fine. And, and we do the same thing, honestly, with clients. I mean, there are some folks who are not, who are not a great fit for what we offer. And that's, that's totally fine. I mean, I have no, um, no qualms about that, no resentment, you know, all heart for them, you know, because we want to be the right fit for the people who are, uh, who we connect with and, and who are our right fit. And if we can do that, then we can really deliver above and beyond for them. And um, it's not as possible if, you know, for example, we had a, uh, a client not too long ago who had um, a manuscript that we just, we didn't, we didn't think that we were going to be a good fit for in terms of editing and, uh, you know, also needed some aspects, some technical elements to their book that, that we were, uh, you know, not, not as familiar with. And so we said, you know, Hey, we think this isn't, this isn't a great fit. We wish you well, you know, I, I want you to be the next, you know, JK Rowling or Stephen King or whoever, you know, by all means, but, but um, you've got to have a good fit and you've got to figure out where there's sort of that simpatico, you know, relationship and, uh, and where it's not there, you know, be, be really transparent and, and warm hearted about it, but, but be willing to, uh, to go in a different direction. That's really commendable because, I mean, it just really shows exactly the position that you're functioning from, that you're just not in it for the money. You really want to see, you have an invested interest in a person's success. And it shows in the products that you're putting out. Obviously, you've had numerous clients that have had been very, very successful on Amazon. And I'm sure it's something that you're definitely proud of. Uh, it yeah. shows. It shows. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, sadly, I think I was one of the people I've sent in some of the content to you guys and you rejected me. You're like, you got, you suck. I think was your exact quote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding here, folks. Totally kidding. I have not used Archangel Link before. <laughs> How dare you? It's, it's like that, that, uh, that quote from Billy Madison. This comment was like, I feel dumber for having, having seen this manuscript, Dale. <laughs> yeah. I think that was exactly what you guys said to me. Yeah. No, yeah. Totally kidding. Totally kidding here. Um, so, uh, gosh, give me an idea of what all a person can expect if they were to hire you. What are some of the perks in hiring Archangel Inc.? Um, and don't be afraid to, you know, give exactly everything you guys have because I'm sure that there's going to be some services that some people want and some services that they don't want. Sure. Yeah, good, good question. So, we can do basically everything from the idea stage to being out and distributed and in the hands of customers. So most of the time, our clients will come to us and they have a manuscript already in hand, but not all of the time. Sometimes they do have just an idea and we can help with that as well. We can help them flesh that out. Um, we, we do offer ghostwriting services at a couple of different tiers. And sometimes that makes sense for clients. You know, if you're a busy professional, 
Or if you, if you just, you're not a natural writer, but you're a great storyteller, um, it can be really, really effective to have somebody who's skilled at putting words to, to the page to translate your words and your ideas and your story and your vision into something that's gonna read really well and, and convey the, the meat of what you want to, to share with, with your audience. So, so we can do that, uh, but I would say uh, most at this point of our, of our authors come to us with the manuscript and we can do the editing. Usually we do multiple passes of editing and there are various different tiers of editing. And if anybody's interested, uh, archangelinc.com slash editing is a free PDF that kind of goes over some of that. Um, but um, there are several different tiers of editing and uh, we usually have at least two different editors deal with it. One is the principal editing and then a second in proofreading. Um, and proofreading is irrefutable errors, you know, just making sure all of your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted that there are, you know, no... Uh, commas where there shouldn't be or, you know, semicolons when there should be a colon or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, and, and we have, we always have a second author or excuse me, second editor on that because it's always helpful to have a, a second set of eyes. You know, as a writer, you probably have had the experience of, you know, after a while your eyes start to glaze over and you just kind of see what's in your head and you're like, yep, this is good. And then you go back to it maybe a week or a month later and you're like, whoa, I, yeah. what there's, was a, I thinking? <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole paragraph there that, that was completely skipped over and, you know, yeah. it makes it, you know, it's the same with editors. Editors yeah. really care about the manuscript, you know, and, and it's really nice as well when you have a chance to develop a uh, consistent relationship with an editor because we do offer um, back and forth in, in each pass. So as the person provides that feedback, we might ask some clarifying questions or some recommendations. They provide uh, responses to that and then we can, we can go from there, continue tailoring it and tweaking it. And, you know, it's a bit of an investment in their skill in the craft of writing as they, you know, go through and approve and respond to these suggestions or, or reject them and say, no, no, this is definitely how I want to phrase it. You know, this is my own uh, particular way of communicating and that's that's fine too at the end of the day it's your book and, and we're here as backup singers not to take over you know the um, main stage from you so um, so from there we can do the editing or excuse me so we do all of the the formatting we do the typesetting for paperback or hardcover distribution do the digital formatting we do the audiobook production if they need that. And then we can also help provide some of the, the marketing work, the um, Amazon book description, where you're more interested really in selling the book than in describing the book. So there's a little bit of, a, of an art to that. Um, we do the graphic design. You know, your book title and your book cover are really important in helping, helping readers find you. You want to put your best foot forward. And so we can obviously um, help with tweaking the, the title if it doesn't, Already, if you haven't already said it, um, and then you know the graphic design, we want to be a really great cover. You want it to stand out, but also be immediately recognizable to people in the in your target demographic. So um, handle that. We can do again audiobook production, um, and oh, and then also in marketing, choosing keywords and categories, and you know, figuring out what what your target audience is looking for, um, so that you can connect with them. You know, if you have a target audience. I'll give one example. We had one client we did an audiobook for, and his name is Hassan Osman. His audiobook was managing virtual teams, I believe, and uh, and it was it was really about outsourcing, about having having people doing multiple tasks. But um, as he did some keyword research, one of the things he realized was that the term virtual team was used much more much more commonly, and so he just tweaked his title to represent it. I mean, it was still the same content, but 
but using that term made it that much easier for, for people to connect with him and find him, you know, when they plug that into Google or into Amazon, you know, which is itself a huge search engine. And, um, and then, you know, we can also help a little bit with uh, promotion and, you know, giving you some direction on ways to, um, ways to market yourself and, you know, what you can do to help kind of build your, build your followership. So that is a summary of, um, of all the different things that we do. And the final thing that I'll say is, you know, we are in place to, to fill in any gaps or do it all for, for authors. Sometimes, again, if you're, if you're a busy professional, you, you want to book out there, you want it done right. It's easier to hire somebody who spent several years doing it already and knows the ins and outs and can go do it from start to finish for you. Um, or sometimes you are building your authorship career. Sometimes you are, you know, trying to learn the ins and outs and maybe, maybe you're a good writer and you're a good formatter, but you need some help on graphic design and audiobook production or whatever. Um, we are happy to customize it and, and build pro, uh, pro excuse me, programs and, um, uh, projects that are completely appropriate to whatever, you know, the individual that we're working with needs. Yeah, it's so important. And this is something I've learned a few years later is, you know, if I had it to do all over again, I probably would have reached out to a service such as yours because there was many sleepless nights that I'd spent, unnecessary sleepless nights um, that I could have just very well taken the amount and invested in your service and gotten it done. You know, of course, now that through the blood, sweat and tears, I'm able to kind of put together a brand that actually makes me a good living. But if I had to do it over again, I would have just... I would have just skipped right to the chase and come to you guys because there's the one thing that I've discovered when it comes to communicating with some of my audience and uh, some of the people that have come to me for advice is um, keywords, keyword choice. And you just touched on this. This is a huge nugget and I want to kind of put a spotlight on this for a second. It's important to have a good message and it's important to know your audience, but it's also most important to know exactly what your audience is saying and searching for your content. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, that, that whole virtual team, you know, uh, I'm sure that made all the difference between your your client making a couple of dollars, making a couple thousand dollars. You know, that's a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. It's, it's, um, it's, it's amazing how much of an impact just a, um, a reboot like that can have, you know, one of the, one of the little gems I came across a couple of years ago, when you're thinking about writing your next book, it, it, you know, really think about what your, what your target audience is interested in. And, you know, if you're, if you're doing it just for art, you might say, oh, well, this is, this is selling out. You're not, it's not just about your artistic creativity and your artistic expression. It's like, okay, yeah. Uh, and at the same time, you have to remember that you're asking people to part with their money and part with their time to read this book. And so you want to be respectful of that. And so, you know, the joke was, oh yeah, you know, um, people who, who think about what their audience is looking for, they're, they're just sellouts. It's like, yeah, that means they sold out their first print run because they provided really great content. Um, Bingo. So yes. That's, I always encourage people to do that. If you, if you want people to support you, make it worth their while, make it really easy and, and valuable for them to, to engage with your material and to find value and they in turn will, will come to appreciate and respect and support you because you're putting their interests uh, first. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I do need to kind of uh, state for the record, uh, Rob's not paying me any kind of stipend to actually, you know, endorse his service. Uh, I'm saying this out of 100% pure honesty. Um, listen, there's two paths you can take. 
you can either A, take the upfront investment and get yourself ahead of the rest of the pack by using something like Archangel Inc. Or B, you can take my route, which is a starving artist route. And I had that same philosophy that I believe that, well, you know, I, I don't want to sell out. I don't want to, you know, I want to learn this stuff on my own. I want to do it all on my own. Let me tell you, if you like ramen noodles or you like to have frozen vegetables constantly for the next year to year and a half, then take my route. Um, but I can promise you this, that um, my results are not typical, okay? There are some people that probably have starved for a number of years and continue to do that path. And let me tell you something, that's just bullheaded. Get out of your own way. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, if you believe in your material, and that's a, that's a legitimate question. I mean, sometimes you put out material and you're like, well, let's see. Let's see what happens. And, and I totally understand and have a heart for people who want to minimize their investment and take small steps first. But um, after you've reached a point of, you know, relative uh, success, moderate success, or if you're just like, you know what, I, I, this, is, this is really suitable for the world. Like, I really need to get this out there. Then you are doing yourself and your audience no favors by cutting corners and by, by not putting your best foot forward and doing whatever you can. And again, maybe that means that you, you can do this. But the reality is with self-publishing, there are, there are so many different aspects of it to master that even a, a capable and competent person, you know, it's going to take them a while. And in the, in the amount of time that it takes for you to become a, a capable graphic designer, to, to learn Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator, to, you know, learn the market and figure out what sort of things work and what sort of things don't in terms of your design, in terms of how you're selling your book, in terms of you know, how you're editing your book. I mean, editing is something that even if you do it on your own, I, I recommend that you consider getting an outside set of eyes for for the same reason we mentioned a moment ago. But but even so, I mean, occasionally people can do it and and do it well enough. But but it's going to take a while. You know, how many how many uh, days and weeks and months and years are you going to spend? You know, writing a thousand words a day or five thousand words a day before you get so good that you don't need an editor anymore? Why don't um, instead you fast track it and use your time as effectively as you can? And have somebody who is capable, who's been there before, who's done it, you know, in our case, hundreds of times um, to, to help you. You know, we want you to succeed. We want you to be really well. It's, it's a great reflection on us when our authors, you know, have, have gangbuster success and, and we're behind you. And, and you know, we, we want to have, to make it easy for you to, to keep doing that, to keep doing what you love and what you're really effective at. And so... You know, that's, that's our goal ultimately. And so I would encourage you, obviously, you know, we're, we're in this business and so we have an interest in that, but, but it's a sincere interest, you know, it's because we, we really want you to do well. And, you know, we're not, we're not out to make a quick buck. We're not out to cut corners. We're not out to, you know, to develop, um, you know, churn and burn projects that people, maybe they make a few hundred dollars the first month and then nothing else thereafter. Like we want you to be a, a regular and consistent success and to, to spend the time doing, doing the things that you're really great at. That's all the time we have for today. But if you want to catch the second and best part of the interview, then head over to the Archangel Inc. YouTube channel to subscribe and get the second half. Now get out there and create your own self-publishing success story, you savvy self-publisher you. Till later, this has been Self-Publishing with Dale, and I'll see you guys soon.